what is going on, guys? This is the season premiere, the fall premiere of the PW Hustle. And I'm spitting all over my fucking screen already. <laughs> of course, we are uh, one man short because the masked man has taken it upon himself to get his PhD in quantum physics. So we don't only have just one professor on the show. Uh, he wants there to be two. So the masked man is off, you know, teaching or, or learning the, 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 the whole thing of quantum space and time and all that other bullshit. He's probably learning under Dr. Michio, who I saw on the train this morning. So I'm pretty sure that's where the masked man is at. But with me as always, as always, is the most scholarly, the most magnanimous, the fucking king of the motherfucking hoopla, Professor Chabanta Cruz. What's going on, Hustleites? Welcome to the season premiere of the PW Hustle here on the PW Hustle Network. And let me, let, let's get this right. Are we sure he's going for his master's degree or he's not, you know, in a detention camp in fucking, si- you know, Siberia or Italy or Japan? Because, you know, he's worldwide, man. This is why he's been missing. Are we giving the PR answer or are we going to get real? Because sometimes when you cross these, you know, international borders here, you do some things. And when you wear a mask, that's when you get protected. You know, I'm just saying. We, um, um, listen, um, um, I know for a fact that the masked man is out there. You know, he is out there and he is out there trying to fucking better himself trying to become a doctor i'm telling you he he he's in school he's studying he's doing everything that he can to get that phd in quantum physics so he can go back in time and stop all the greats from dying i don't know what's going to do for the for our present but that's what he's doing so he gave us full permission to go ahead start the season the season premiere, the fall premiere of the PW Hustle Without Him. And so here we are. We're going to do our best. And this show is dedicated to the masked man who's out there, you know, at the Ivy League, the best schools, you know what I'm saying, the best universities. We only do the best here in the hustle. So shout-outs to him. What we got going, Prof? Well, you know what, A-Track? I mean, there's a lot going on for the past couple of days in wrestling. But you know what? Let's tell all the hustleites what we feel. Since we're the season premiere, but, you know, then in the coming days, there are season premieres going on. WWE, the new fall season starts, even though they have no offseason. Monday Night Raw with new commentators. Friday Night Smackdown. We got Impact Wrestling on Tuesdays now on Access TV. NXT AEW uh, debuts. And I guess, you know, the, the question is, number one, is it too much for a, a wrestling fan to consume on a weekly basis? And the answer is, it depends on how you, you know, your attitude is towards wrestling. Because if you just like variety, like the professor is, I've learned, A-Track, I've learned over my years, brand allegiance is the weakness of the wrestling fan. Because if we compare organizations like AEW is better than WWE, New Japan is all, is, is the king of everything, WWE fanboys, all this stuff, it just breaks us apart. We need to, you know, if you can't watch one week of Raw, that's cool. But you got others. Variety's key. I'm going to watch all of them. Or I'm going to watch all of them at my, you know, at my convenience and my enjoyment. That's why DVRs were created for. I can't, you know, why are people complaining, A-Track? Listen, I'm going to make a shocking announcement today, you know, because this is the fall wait, season. Wait, wait. Yeah. Puff, 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 puff first. And then say the announcement. <laughs> all right. For the, at, the, at the professor's request. <laughs> Now I'm ready because, you know, when you when you puff and then you say it, then I'm like, OK, you're serious. My announcement for the fall season is this. I am no longer pledging allegiance to any organization at this moment. You know, uh, to me, New Japan still is the best. It still is the best until, you know, they can show me different. Uh, but I am not looking at anybody as, you know, oh, I'm loving this, you know, um, I'm, I'm picking this over this, I'm doing that over that, or whatever, whatever. Right now, I don't have an allegiance towards Impact. I don't have an allegiance. I never had an allegiance towards WWE, but I'm not going to start now. I don't have an allegiance towards AEW or ROH as of right now until next week. I'm looking at, I'm starting fresh. This is a resurrection. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is like the 90s all over again. 
So yes. I'm starting fresh. Yes, Lord. Uh, Let's, yes, Lord. So you know, next next week, you know, it, 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 it here, you know, it, it here it is, man. We got what? What we got? Raw on Mondays. Um, and, uh, and, up until, and, a, and a new commentary team on Raw. Uh, Vic and a new Joseph. Co- yes. And, Who the uh, fuck Jerry is that Long. black dude with the fucking dreads? Uh, Dito Malin, who used to play for the New England Patriots. That's what? all I know. Dito Malin, who used to I play for the was, New I thought that was D'Angelo, D'Angelo Williams. I'm like, I thought he was going to go to the Impact. What the hell happened? I'm, uh, I didn't know who the hell that was. They said him. Uh, who was the other guy? Todd Phillips? Uh, no, Vic Joseph oh, Vic and Joseph. Jerry Lawler. But now they're saying Jerry Lawler won't be on commentary. No, so, I, think, I think I think he's there to like you know lead them along, you know, let them know how the flow goes, and then they'll probably be a two-man team. You know, he's there for the uh, the PR move. You know, very recognizable face. Of course, he's the Jerry Lawler is one of the faces or the cornerstones of Raw's history. So why not have that for your new fall season? I understand the so reasoning, it, it, but it's not you know. So they're gonna have they're gonna eventually just be two men. Is that what they're saying? A two-man crew? Yeah, it looks like it could be that. All right, you know what? That if that's the case, then that might not be bad if they go that route in the future. And we got Raw on Mondays and on, on October 29th. I mean, they they're premiering some shit on 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 uh, on Tuesday. Uh, uh Impact backstage. No, no, I'm talking about Impact when they oh. when they on uh, Access TV. They're they're premiering some show, but it's not actual Impact uh, Impact episode. New Impact episode won't be until the 29th. Right. But you know, so Monday is Raw, Tuesday is Impact. Wednesday it's uh raw it's it's NXT and uh AEW and on Fridays you got New Japan, you got SmackDown, you got you know uh women of wrestling, you know, uh whatever you, whatever it's is a great out weekend. There. It's, it's a great weekend and of it's, course MLW on the weekends too. Yeah, so you know, across the board, you know, wrestling on TV is 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 pretty much back to the way it was, at least for the time being. But you know, it's not about it's not about, you know, the wrestling wars. Tell them what tell them what it's about, bro. Well, you know what? Wednesday nights, I even said this on Twitter, and, and it might come off as a joke a little bit, but it's not a war on Wednesdays between AEW and NXT or WWE. Actually, the war is wrestling versus VH1 because VH1 has got a stranglehold on Wednesday nights. I mean, Black Ink Crew has shit on Monday rise sometimes. That too, but... Uh, Black Ink Crew on Wednesdays, Hustle Lights, has not has three franchises: New York, Chicago, and Compton. So now they are overexpanding themselves. And of course, you got this show that's never gonna die. It's like Impact Wrestling, basketball-wise. We need to. Oh, I need God. to know ex-wives of NBA players who catfight every goddamn week. Ratchetness on on Wednesdays. So that is the real war because you get, can wrestling fans. Or wrestling itself chip away on a night that's never been really in my history. I don't remember Wednesday night as a as a wrestling night. Not well, it really never was. definitive. It is now. Yeah. It is yeah. now. You got you, you got Wednesday night wrestling versus Wednesday night ratchets. So <laughs> you know <laughs> it is what it is. And um and people I love think, ignorance. That's and I don't know if that's gonna chip. You know wrestling fans can chip away at that. But the problem with that is oh AEW slipping in the ratings or NXT. Oh it's not gonna get. Of course, because they don't own the Knights. That's the problem. But then we're gonna we look at that as the product of wrestling itself, not uh, gaining casual fans. In essence, again, like I said, Black Ink Crew has been there for years, basketball-wise, been there for years. It's a known product, and you're gonna watch your reality television. If you want your ignorance, there's your ignorance there. Go ahead, track. I'm sorry. But I think you made a very a very interesting point about that. You know, they're not just going up against each other. They got to deal with the reality shows on VH1. It's very uh, more than likely, you know, on Thursday afternoons, you know, when I wake up at five o'clock or five thirty and I look at the the ratings, I'm going to most likely see a lot of the time AEW, NXT, uh, whatever's on VH1. Then the next week, VH1, NXT, AEW. It might it might be this rotating thing or whatever. Um, AEW has been on the attack with their uh, commercials and their ads and so on and so forth. They've been running commercials through Raw. And, you know, they have commercials on TNT, of course, and TBS, of course. And, and smart you know, and smart to run commercials on Raw. And exactly. Smackdown. 
exactly. I have no problem with that. That's what you're supposed you to know, do. Of course, of course, you have the WWE faithfuls gonna be like, I'm not watching that shit, but we all know they will. They'll tune in, even if for like, even if it's for an hour to see what they're doing. Uh, AEW's got the billboards up, and of course, people have to bitch about that because. Cody is on the billboard and Jericho is not. Um, I don't know how many billboards they have. No, uh, it wasn't the billboard. It was the truck. It was the production was, truck. No, no, no. But I saw on another group where someone was bitching about him being on. There's a billboard with him having his brother in like a uh, 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 octopus hole or whatever and bleeding profusely, which is a great shot when you really think about it. So I would have used that too. Uh, show some fucking blood. Um, but. Um, what the fuck? Why are people fucking bugging out? Because Brandy and Cody are on one truck. Dean Ambrose and Jericho are still on WWE trucks. So maybe that's the plan. Like, wait, we don't need Jericho to be on the truck because he's on WWE trucks. They're giving us free promotion. You know what I you know what I'm saying? Um, like, what the fuck? Who who fucking cares? Like, people are so ready to fucking call Cody this dude who's just trying to promote himself. Remember. It went from being a it, it was a t-shirt company at first. Remember that? It was just a t-shirt company. Now it went from a t-shirt company to being a company that is meant for Cody just to promote himself and his wife. You know, um I don't know any other female workers who are on that squad that are more recognizable than Brandy Rose at this moment. I mean, I, I just don't. If you can name any, let me know. Naturally, there's a lot of people I think Jericho being one of them who is more known than Cody but what the fuck like I said one truck I haven't seen any other trucks so who the fuck knows who's on any other trucks I, I think you got to look at it this way from one end of the spectrum is you have to respect Cody Rose's gangster this this man was motivated since day one when he left or agreed to leave on amicable terms with the WWE he set out a goal for himself you know have one of those great wrestling matches the list we don't have to go through that very smart to align himself with the bullet club but also like i said he's a Rhodes i mean that that motivation he was thinking more bigger than a lot of people give him credit for i mean I think he was the, you know, the catalyst for the Young Bucks even thinking bigger for themselves because maybe the Young Bucks was only thinking about the YouTube channel being the elite or whatever. And Cody said, no, 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 let's do something else. Let's do the arenas. Let's see if our, our popularity can, you know, garnish, you know, revenue and all that stuff. And he's he's right there, Track. He's right there so close. But he's the one that was motivated. It wasn't about telling great stories. in the He just wants to be the – he wanted to do what Dusty couldn't do. Be in charge of a company, full-fledged, you know, total autonomy, and see where it goes. Dusty Rose had a chance at that, but WCW didn't give him that in the 90s. So now he's got it from Tony Khan. Let's see where it goes. If he fa falls flat on his ass, at least he tried. Not a lot of people could say that. I know there's a lot of people out there who are not on board. I, I can tell you one person who's not on board or who can give two shits about AEW at this point, who's been very critical is our man George Bryce, a uh, faithful listener, faithful watcher. <laughs> Shout outs to him. But he is not giving any fucks about AEW. He has been burying the shit out of AEW in our comment section. I don't know why. But, but I, I ain't mad at him. But he loves Impact. He loves Impact. Yeah, he loves Impact. Um, and I'm uh, not calling him an Impact fan, but I think he just, he loves, he doesn't want to see... I think he sees from AEW what they want to become. They want to become WWE in a sense of visibility, awareness, and just being number one. And sometimes with great power comes great responsibility. And WWE has all that responsibility, and people can feel a certain type of way. And George Bryce, oh, you know, George, you and I never see eye to eye, but I know you're going to say – if, if you don't want AEW to become what WWE is, I understand that. And Impact is that. Uh, well, I get that. I, if, if, if he, if, if, and we're I, not, I, I'm not I, trying I, to steal him out. I'm just, I just know that he, he's been very critical of, of AEW in our comments. Remember that meme you did on the, on the Facebook fan page for PW Hustle? Was it like the Avengers theme? Like, uh, where, <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> we are Impact. <laughs> that's and I love you. I love that shit. I thought it was fucking awesome. You have motherfuckers out there just like, fuck it. We ain't never going to die, and that's fine. Hey, Impact fans, you know I feel you. You know I feel where you're coming from. I've stood behind this company. I've, 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 you know, I've called them, despite what the professor says, I have been fair. I've, I've called them out on things that I didn't like. I called them, I called them out on things that I did like. 
Um, speaking of which, <laughs> on the toilet, I, I, I didn't hear that I, shit. I love, I love watching Melissa Santos get cracked over the head with a bottle. That shit was fucking great. You, 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 you love a company that has nothing to lose because they pull out all the fucking stops. But I understand why, you know, him and a lot of cats are very critical of AEW because they, you know, they think that they're going to be the next WWE or the next WWE light or whatever, because, you know, so many companies have tried to model the WWE formula impact, you know, when it was TNA was doing that under Dixie all the fucking time. And it got so fucking disgusting. I don't see AEW doing that at all. I don't see them doing that. Um, I, like I said, I'm not really giving a full fledged opinion on AEW until I, you know, have seen the the weekly show, and at least I've seen about three of them for me to make my my full fledged opinion or to give it. Um, I've been a fan of their pay per views. I thought the pay per views have been very solid. I think some of the characters need work. I, like I said before, what was it? The Goon Squad, Phantom. What? Who the fuck are they called? Dark Order. Dark Order. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't find those motherfuckers entertaining. I don't think Nyla uh, Nyla Rose, the the transgender one. I don't think she's that good. It has nothing to do with her being transgendered. I just don't think she's that good i thought um, she's trans wealthy nah, no, hell no there's only one trans wealthy person and that's me all right the wait wait wait, wait. I, I, you know to be fair a track what what constitutes a trans wealthy person if you feel it in your belt in your bones i mean so, some people yeah, could be- listen that there could be other trans wealthy people out there but so far i am the first i am the only i am the originator i am the emancipator i conceived it and, and retrieved it i can find it and redefine it i've molded sold it and then the white man will steal it okay wait 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 what do you see what do you see i see benjamin franklin i see thomas jefferson am i trans wealthy if you see thomas jefferson then you might just be trans rich. I see Benjamin Franklin. I I, I don't know. You know, you might, you might be the you might be the first and only trans rich person. All I know is I I'm trans wealthy. You know what okay. I'm saying? Uh, I, 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 we'll, we'll we'll get into we'll get into other shit on the trans wealthy later. But fact of the matter, you know, um, AEW is next week is 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 their chance to show us or to show George Bryce what they what they got. Hey, maybe he might flip the script and say, okay, the weekly shows are not that bad. It's better than Raw, which is not a hard thing to do. You know, um, will it be better than Impact? Let's see. Okay, Track. So let me ask you this question. NXT already did what they're doing right now for the last two weeks. The ratings came in. They got a million. They, you know, they've been over a million. They lost a couple, you know, a couple of percentage points from the from the season premiere, so so to speak. Where is your range of what constitutes to a track as success ratings wise? Even though well, I don't really care, I give a number and it, it might surprise you. I didn't think I didn't know if you know the one point nine that they did was would be considered good enough for USA considering what Raw has been doing. But, you know, through research and, you know, speaking to other people's opinions, apparently the the 1.9 million that they did is good. They did a 1.0 this week, uh, which is less. Um, I'm not going to say that the show stunk because they didn't. Last week's show was very solid. It was good. It wasn't great. The weeks before that was a very good show. Um, Fuck Triple H, but it was a very good show. Um, we have nothing to worry about with with NXT. Uh, I will be fair on that, and with the WWE, they NXT always delivers. Sometimes you you'll have matches that are too much, you know. And, and, and I try to break down the difference between spamming kickouts and spamming kickouts with a story. Um, uh, uh, I, I will I will say another example of that is Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane. They didn't exactly spam. The kickouts too much, but they lack the storytelling with the kickouts to a to a degree. Um, I like I like both guys, but there were times where it was like you know uh, it was like that match with um with uh, uh, Pentagon and Sammy Callahan. It was like oh come on man, you shouldn't have kicked out of that like like seriously, I, I get you know. You. So I don't uh, like but, I don't like I don't like Matt Riddle, so it didn't really bother me. I'm oh, I, you're not I'm a Riddle fan? Nah. You know, some people who I, came I, over I, I, to, to NXT, I'm not a fan of. I don't see. There's a lot see. of people. You're not. You're not alone. You're not alone. That you're not in the minority. I think it's a pretty much half and half with Matt Riddle. Um, 
only thing I don't like is the fact that the motherfucker don't wear no shoes. Uh, but other than that, you know, I, I I dig Matt. You know, he's kind of like a a new our new generation, uh, a, a, the new generation's uh, RVD. Uh, maybe that's a little bit too far because he he hasn't been he's not really innovative like RVD was. His but, Twitter makes know, him look like the, the new generation. No, his yeah, Twitter makes him look like yeah, RVD. Yeah. The and new his generation. attitude, but it's, on it's, TV, work, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on NXT, it, nah, he ain't nothing. He's just too vanilla for me. But um, you know, NXT, like I said, it, it, it it's a very simple formula. It's not something that's hard to do. You have some of the best talent in the world. But you know, I'll go back to Wednesday. Uh, you have Kushida going up against the. I'm about to say Imperium. world elite. <laughs> Imperium. <laughs> Maybe they Imperium. should have those world elite. I don't know. Uh, been a better when, name. Yeah, the the shitty fucking Walters crew. The faction is not a bad faction. They have a good look. If I didn't know who Walter was and I saw it and I saw the Imperium, I was like, I'll be like, yeah, I gotta check this shit out. But did have the bro, match of the year though. But, but let me ahead. ask you. Let me ask you a question. What's that? If you're getting challenged by guys who look like they look in the Imperium, are you going to? Brizango for help? No. I mean, <laughs> that was my thing. Like, I saw that. I said, oh, come on. Are you fucking serious? If if I'm at Hogs and Heifers and I get challenged by some of the bikers there, I'm not going to go to the Blue Oyster for backup? Like, what kind of shit is that? I, I, I didn't understand. I thought that was stupid. I, I At first, and, and naturally, when I heard the sirens, I, <laughs> I thought Scott Steiner. Motherfucker got Scott Steiner. How the hell did they pull that off? Scott Steiner and Triple H burying the fucking hatchet. They it could happen. You never know. It, it could. It could. Uh, no, I get. I get what you're saying. I mean, he could have got Humberto, whatever, or he could have got Raúl Mendoza. I would have actually took that more seriously than fucking Rizango. Street profits or something. Get us something. Yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't. I just. I was just like, ew. Come on now. Now that's not. That doesn't mean that you know. This is not something I'm. I'm pointing out as the big problem with NXT. I'm just saying that I. I thought that was stupid. But like I said, NXT is a very simple and very easy formula. Let guys go out there and do their thing. Unfortunately, and shout outs to Christopher Epps who on the hustle page pointed this out. Unfortunately, that type of stuff will not translate a lot to the WWE crowd or, or to most casual fans because Keith Lee and Diamond Java Dama Java Jack had a very good fucking match. Keith Lee looks exactly like the fucking Hulk, um, which I, it scares me about him getting to the main roster because I have no idea. Vince McMahon will probably have some shit where Leo Rush, when he gets angry, turns it to Keith Lee. <laughs> I, 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 I think Triple H already has a, a vision for the both of them. They're going to be tag team champions. They're going to – this feud has – Lee, and, Lee and, 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 and Okay, that, that – that could happen. They're going to be very- NXT tag team champions out of respect. I think it's kind of like the bar, but a little bit more of a slow build with them. That, okay. That's that's the way I look at it. it. But again, you know, it goes to what I was saying. It's not something that's very hard to do, you know, because a lot of people say, oh, why can't Raw just be like this? Why can't they just do this on the main roster? And, I, and, and, and I've gone into it before and I'll go into it again. People stop overhyping Triple H. This man is does not. He may have the business sense. He may have the production sense. I'm not. I I I I I'm not judging him yet on his wrestling mind. He's no fucking Paul Heyman. He's no. He's let, no. Can I can I can I expound? Can I expound on that? I have my theory of this because I understand where you're coming from with the Triple H and the Savior and all that. You know, people give him a lot of credit for the NXT. I mean. I mean, NXT wasn't his idea. He was just giving something, and he made it something that, you know, you didn't have to turn it into, like, uh, who wants to be a millionaire, America's Got Talent, because that's what NXT was originally with the first crop of people of of independent wrestling. But I guess I'm going to go old school on this, because if NXT could cultivate what happened in the NWA in the mid-'80s, but in the NWA in the mid-'80s, you still had larger-than-life feeling characters. You had the rich Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen being in suit and ties, expounding, you know, being the elitist rich. You had Dusty Rose, the common man who, you know, championed the working man, but still larger than life. You had the Road Wars, tough-ass motherfuckers. 
2019, a lot of people on the podcast, and like the JDs and the Joe Cronus, can talk about NXT, what it does, and you can put that on Raw. But these are still indie guys who have no character, and some of them don't track. In my, I can look at them. Some of them don't. You can put them. You could give them the most worthless gimmick, and people are gonna trash on WWE writing. But these guys just don't know how to do it because all they do on the indie scene is just have great matches. They just have never been. They've never developed their own characters, Track. What do you think? I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't um, see a lot of other things. Maybe you see it differently. I can point out a few characters as far as homegrown. You know, you have Velveteen Dream. Um, you have uh, you had you had the Authors of Pain. You got Street Profits. Um, mostly, it's, it's, it's funny because a lot, a lot of the homegrown talent that I'm looking at right now that I'm naming are tag teams. You know, um, I, you can't call no one in Undisputed Era homegrown because we all, we know they're all not. But speaking of which, that here's in line here in lines the problem. You talk about Ric Flair and the larger than life people, and this is where I think I'm I'm gonna give Triple H credit because I think that this is his motivation. I don't think he's trying to get casuals. I think he's trying to lock down the wrestling the hardcores, core, the, the hardcores, hardcore. and with. AEW trying to do that, that's where things are going to get very interesting. Um, I don't think unless we see Vince McMahon get involved, we're going to see a lot of too much backstage silly shit. You know, it might just be some in your face. You know, I want to kick your ass. You're going to kick my ass. Is that in a third? Um, but you're absolutely right. These guys do not resonate to casual people like the horsemen did. Who the fuck? Like, I, I honestly, I could tell you that. If I show Ric Flair to people who don't know who Ric Flair is, and then I show Adam Cole to people who don't know Adam, who know who, who don't know who Adam Cole is, and I'm not saying this out of bias, I'm saying this is straight up. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that people will fucking like Ric Flair more than Absolutely. Adam Cole. Absolutely. Who the fuck looks at Adam Cole and says, "I want to be that guy"? No one. No one's gonna say hardcore, that. They might. Yeah. Now, I, not even hardcores look at Adam Cole and say, "I want to be Adam Cole." They look at Adam Cole and say, "I want. I love Adam Cole." You okay. looked at Ric Flair that. and you said, "I love Ric Flair. I want to be, be Ric Flair." Yeah. I'll give you that. I I'll love that. Arn Anderson and I'm afraid of Arn Anderson. Are you afraid of Red Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> no. You were fucking afraid of 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 Oli and, and of Oli and Arn, of Tully and Arn, of of Barry and Tully. You were afraid of motherfuckers. Yeah, those four motherfuckers you was afraid of to you get jumped by. For, not even at jump individually. You was afraid. Ric Flair would outshine the shit out of you. Arn Anderson will make will fucking take your lunch money. Barry Windham will kick your fucking ass. And fucking Tully Blanchett, that nigga's too cool for the room too. So you had dudes you couldn't fuck with. I could fuck with those motherfuckers all day in the Undisputed Era. All damn day. I will take these niggas lunch money in the fucking promo battle. You know what I'm saying? And not to mention, yeah. I look more intimidating than fucking Adam Cole will ever look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's that that larger than life uh, 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 character that you're talking about. The essence of that is intimidation. Are these guys intimidating? No. You can you can see some shit where you're like, okay, maybe in a bar fight these guys might fuck some shit up when you watch them wrestle, but when you watch them talk, you're entertained. But you don't really think that you know if you look at I'm, and let me tell you something. I, don't think for one second that you can try to punk these guys out in real life because they probably will kick your fucking ass. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people slept on Austin Aries, and as a fan in, in, in some indie show found out, Austin Aries got a quick-ass right hand. So um, I'm not saying that these guys is pussies. I'm just saying from a look standpoint, from an appearance standpoint, that is a problem. But I think Triple H gets that, and I don't see him trying to take NXT to a point where – you know, it's like the main roster of some WrestleMania type shit. But I think that, that's trying the, to keep it as sport as possible. No, I, I get you, but that's going to be the problem visually with the audience. And I think this is where AEW can actually get maybe the ratings win. Not not like the dominance of Nitro, like 85 weeks of, out of the year. But I think they can get consistent but because – that's no, what no, I'm let me, let me just say AEW. Visually, because they're in different arenas. they're in, They get the different atmospheres. They get different towns. 
if NXT gets stuck in that loop of the full sale, which is okay because it's like ECW Rita, but at least, you know, visually ECW went on, you know, into a different town. So you have to give that appeal of it. You don't have to go into Madison Square Garden or you don't have to go to the Staples Center for NXT. You could go to another smaller place, that intimate feel what you do. Oh, please just do the college tours. I'm all for that. I yeah. like Listen, if they stayed at full sale, I wouldn't have any problem with it. I, no, but, I, but visually it would be a problem because it's the same. Of it's the same thing. Yeah, I get it. I, I I get that. But the thing is, see, but even with ECW, they traveled, but it was always the same motherfuckers there. No, it was but you, no, no. in the fucking front. <laughs> no, but it but it came back after a couple of weeks. So you gotta yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, away yeah. from that environment, and then you came yeah. back home. You can go back Ultimately, home to full sale, but you have to have that feel, that visual feel. They should they should do more shows outside of full sale, yes. But I, I my thing is keep it small, keep it intimate. I yeah. just things like that, I love it. The big arenas, you know, here that's the problem nowadays. It's the big arenas. You know, AEW, keep it to 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 to, to ten thousand max. Don't go anything above that. Don't try to do that. You know, do 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 a more intimate setting sometimes. Go to five thousand, six thousand seat arenas. Because sometimes the larger crowds, man, they ruin shit. They do. You 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 take you take a. Uh, I I hate to tell you this. I watched Death Before Dishonor, uh, on Friday. That shit sounded silent on certain areas, and that's even more embarrassing for a couple of hundred. Yeah, but you're 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 missing you're missing the overall the the overbearing point. There was nobody there. <laughs> that's why you were here, shit, because nobody was there. But and it's sad too think, if you can't make noise. I think Impact and ROH was doing a show in the same in the same place, of weren't course. they? Yes, they were. At, they were both at Samstown. I think one was at uh, uh, Lodge A and one was at Lodge B. I don't know. Yeah. So you know, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see the difference between crowd sizes and crowd noises. Mm. Um, but you know, our, I mean, AEW and NXT are not going to be fucking doing low low people like low people numbers like you know ROH or Impact. Oh. Um, but I, what I want to see out of AEW is I want to see a lot of that. I want to see that throwback. I want to see that NWA shit. I want to see that Jim Crockett promotions. I want to see. I I don't give a fuck, and I know people will be critical of it, but I I do want to see Cody be his father in the realms of the booking. Well, not totally like his father, because not everything Dusty did was was good. No, no, uh, I get that. But, but, you the know, problem, but the problem is, yeah. But the problem is, Tully Blanchard is in his fifties. Arn Anderson is in his fifties. You can't replicate that, the Horseman. That's no, 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 no. You, you, you're not replicating the Horseman. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you have those dudes who are around who mm-hmm. understand the elements of how it should be. And it's like I said on the last show we did. People can say what they want about Impact, but as of right now, Impact has is number one at wrestling formula shit. You just may not give a shit about who's doing it. But when it comes to following a wrestling formula, Impact has been doing that a lot. And uh, NXT, people say, oh, NXT. No, 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 no. NXT is following a sports formula. They're, they're, they're doing things more as a, as a sport. Even kind of, I won't say ripping off ROH because they do the tail of the tape. And people have been doing that before ROH. But as of recently, you know, ROH has, has taken that. I get that. And if I, NXT, think, I think they follow more of a, a new Japan. I think NST follows that new Japan formula in this in the competition. They have their Dusty Classic. They have their tournament. Their number one contenders. They follow their own traditional New Japan. Even though New Japan has their own kind, you know, they have their set schedule more differently than NXT. But it follows that same moniker. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. New Japan is another one that does things from a sports oriented uh, 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 way. They they've been doing it for years. Um, when you look at you know when you look at the the weekly show on Access, you watch. Watch a match, and you just see a backstage interview. You don't see people coming in, cutting promos. Oh, you slept with my wife, Takashi. You looked at one of my hoes funny or whatever. You know, I'm it's making a bold. Pre- I'm making a bold prediction. Anthem's gonna slice away New Japan. That New Japan's gonna have to find. They're gonna have to negotiate with Pop. <laughs> I, I I don't see that happening. I mean, well, listen. You know what? I I can't I can't even sit there and say I don't see that happening because Anthem does some stupid shit. They do. They do. Uh, Unless there's a partnership in the making between New Japan and Impact Wrestling. That's why I don't think they're going to do that because they want to, you know, they want to yeah. work with them. 
um, Don Callis has went on record and letting them know that, hey, what happened to Okada is not our fault. Those people are no longer here. Calm the fuck down. Get the fuck but over. But Don Callis is not the controlling owner. It's Steve Harvey and Ed Norton. Oh, 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 well, well yeah. But <laughs> Steve Harvey's not a controlling owner either. <laughs> that nigga owns like 5%. But I think people... There's, you know, there's people out there that is, that is that is judging that is judging Anthem for firing people uh, uh, who who have been there for a long time. Listen, um, I know that that shit is fucked up. I hate it too, but that's a part of business. It's like I told one dude, if I buy my own Wendy's, all the motherfuckers is getting fired. <laughs> I don't you gonna hire people you trust. Exactly. I I unless there's people who I know I can I can you know stay with. Stick with because they really do have value. All you motherfuckers is gone. No, nigga, I want a new fry cook, motherfucker. You out of here. So it's 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 unfortunate for the people who got fired. Uh, but that's just the way it is. You're gonna bring in your own people. It's the same thing that happened when WWE took over WCW. Some people left and some people were fired. Um, but yeah, man, New Japan. You know they they stick to their, their sports shit, but you know it's their fucking booking that that will frustrate the shit out of you. If you want somebody like uh, Ishii being champion, don't hold your breath because it's not going to happen. And, you know, that gets me into the whole Naito thing. On a personal note, you know, I can't say through your copyright PW Hustle issues, but just come. There's There's a plane waiting for you, Naito. The Vince McMahon jet is waiting for you to come. Come down to full sale, you know, just to get the buzz going. And then on Monday night, oh, wait, wait, Friday night, Naito, you can see it. I can see it. It, it would just, you know, how could, how do you start the weekend right? Los Ingronenables with Naito. It just works, track. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain, Naito. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't, I, I understand where you're coming from, man, because at the, no, you know what? No, no, no. Actually, no, no, no. Actually, you don't. And I, I think a lot of people might misconstrue this because I'm just going by what other people, not you. I'm just going by what I hear, the way they talk about people that are not booked. And I'm not comparing people. Let's just use EC3 as a good. I'm not saying EC3 and I are on the same level, but people who love EC3. God, you're not saying that. No, no, I'm not saying that. But people who love EC3, remember the history, remember all that stuff and seeing what he's doing on, on WWE Raw, going after the 24-7 title. Mind you, he's a he's a multiple time champion, but that's besides the point. I'm just saying they want him <laughs> to leave and do something better. Now, New Japan, you know, of course, he's got the he's got one of those top three merch sellers with his shirts. I get you. He's very popular. The, the crowd loves him and all that stuff. So they can actually dismiss it. I just want to remind the American fans it's the same thing. They're not going to look at him any other way, and he's not going to get to that level. That's what frustrated Nakamura. That's what frustrated Kushida because they they feel that they're right at that level or even above Okada. But New Japan booking sees it differently. Okada's the moneymaker. But maybe if Naido, you know, if Naido's happy with pay me more, I could stay, you know, this, you know, and where Okada is. But come. Come, come over to the dark side, Naito. Bring, you know, or go to ROH. Bring the Igoran and Nobles with Rush and I, do something there. I am, I'm very happy that you mentioned Nakamura and his frustrations because uh, not too long ago, Jargo mentioned the same thing as as a, as one of the reasons as to why Nakamura left. But um, what is Nakamura doing in the WWE that he pretty much wasn't doing in New Japan? He's the IC champ again. Uh, he's, he's booked, he was booked way better in New Japan than he's being booked in the WWE right now. We all know what's going to happen if Naito was to go to the WWE. We all know that. You talking about coming to the dark side, we have cookies. Nigga, you know goddamn well what's going to happen. My Naito's going to sign his contract, and a few months later, he's going to be like Darth Vader in the fucking prequels of, of Star Wars. No! <laughs> Because he's going to realize what the fuck he just did. Yeah, he just killed his own fucking career. But I can't the, speak but the English. Difference, but the difference. They're not going to let me kill Los Igoronables because of fucking Andrade. <laughs> no, but the difference is is that what can WWE still offer that New Japan can't? It's a challenge. If you feel good about your, you know, your, your status and you feel like you can offer something, why not take that challenge? Nakamura took that challenge. Kushida's taking that challenge. Anybody could take that challenge. You can... 
But if you're going to stay where you are, I'm happy if he's if he's happy about that. He's getting paid for it. I'm sure he's getting like percentages of his merch. Don't do you know, if you're happy with that. I just want these fans to understand some people just do it for the money. They're businessmen. You might not like the way they're being booked on TV, they're being presented on TV, but that's the way that that's the way it happens. That's what happens. Some people get the gotta, opportunity, some people don't. I got to be honest, uh had this been last year, I would be ranting and raving. I'd be doing videos where I'd be going fucking off on New Japan for what they're doing in Aido. But I have to be honest. Um, my focus right now, as I keep telling people, is, is on Abushi. I don't give a fuck what they're doing in Aido right now. I, don't, I really don't. I'm sorry, Aido fans. I don't give a flying fuck about that nigga right now. My focus is on Abushi and what they're doing with him. Um, and and or, or and, George Price's favorite. Jay White. That dude is Jay White, Listen, Of course, I'm going to call George him. George Bryce is happiest. That's Jay Reigns there. Fucking, uh, uh, Jay, uh, George Bryce is happy as a pig and shit with what they're doing with the man Jay White right now. You know, and, and, and I'm not I'm not mad at them either. That man has he's come he's come around. You know, the heel that he is is fucking great. He's fucking cool. He has a swagger. I told y'all there was nothing to worry about. And I was right. Okay, I I told y'all motherfuckers were coming around, and they are. There's no I, more. There's I, no I more. Problem, there's no uh, more cold criticism about that motherfucker. I got no problem with Jay Roman. He sold out the garden. <laughs> Jay Roman sold out the garden. If it wasn't for Jay Roman, we wouldn't have what it was in the garden. That's all I'm just saying. Roman Roman White. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's listen, we still don't know what's going to happen between now and Wrestle Kingdom. It's two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. We shit. For all we know, Naito can walk out of there with two belts. And of course, hey, that's the fucking DEFCON 5. Ibushi wants his Intercontinental rematch, so Jay White's the champion. That's why he wants to win night one, the title. And then night two, he's going to cash in, right? Is that the way it goes? I, I, I Yeah, something, something to that effect. I, I do know this. Uh, if Naito does get that belt back and he ends up losing it to um, Abushi, people are still going to be pissed off. They're going to be pissed off more than they were before because, you know, he lost it again. Um, but like I said, I don't give a fuck. Um, you got King of Pro Wrestling coming up. And in that, you have Okada versus Sonata. And I know Sonata's not winning, but, you know, with that crazy wizard Gato, stranger things have happened. You know, uh, it, it'll be shocking if he went into Wrestle Kingdom as champ or if he beat Okada and then Okada just got the belt back at the next event. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it'll go down like Tanahashi. Tanahashi got the Rev Pro title, then lost it at the very fucking next show, you know, uh, which I which I had a feeling was going to happen anyway. I just wanted to see him get that belt, mm -hmm. um, you know. So, so as as you know, as I'm saying before, as I said before, it's all about Kota Ibushi for me. You know, I, I feel bad for what they're doing in Aido. I feel bad for the fans, and and I know the whole the whole thing is yeah, yeah. There's a story. There's a story, and for all we know, that story might still be continuing. For all we know, we do not know this. It's it's not over yet for Naido. So I don't think it's it's the, fair to just the, write them the, off. The plane's ready. The Vince McMahon jet is ready. The briefcase is ready. You can take it. You can take it, Naido. Take it to the. Take it to the bank. That's all I gotta say. But track, let's let's go to one more little thing here. You know, do you believe the dirt sheets or do you believe the wrestler trying to work the crowd? Because it happened after in in the last couple of days. Dirt sheets reported John Morrison, aka Johnny Impact, has turned into either Johnny Raw, Johnny SmackDown, Johnny 205, or Johnny NXT, depending on what you want to say. My man John. Well, we can't. <laughs> we have we have we have we have a John. We have a Johnny. Uh so we can't have a Johnny NXT. Uh maybe we'll have a Johnny Raw or a Johnny Monday night or Johnny Monday, mm -hmm. you know, or, or or Johnny Friday, you know, or Johnny but this, SmackDown. But, but this Johnny answered back on Twitter saying, PWI, I actually signed with WWE? Really? Oh, thanks for the heads up. Tell me when I signed for AEW and ROH in the next couple yes, of days. Yes, he did say that. But he didn't deny it either. So, <laughs> so the question just, is, he could just be shouting them out like, uh, "Thanks for spoiling the news, dumb fucks" or whatever. But um, PW Insider, they they they're usually not wrong when it comes to people who signed or who are gonna sign. Um, so uh, do I think he signed? Eh, yeah, I do. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why they would bring him back. I thought he had so much heat there that he wouldn't be allowed back. You know, but why? Um, he probably did sign. You know, you know why? Because I actually think about this. This is a great example of wrestlers doing something different that has nothing to do with being in a, a great match. He's going to have great matches, you know, with AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan if he chooses to. He wants that movie. He wants to be where The Miz is, the king of WWE home movies. The motherfucker can't talk. He can't. They will coach him. You see Boone, the the bounty hunter? If you put that under the WWE home video library, that shit's going to be bigger than the Marine. You know, I'm just just here. I'm back in the WWE, and John Morrison is here to let you know. (laughs) Yeah. Boone the Bounty Hunter Part 2. WWE Network uh, is coming out, you know. Don't be a douche rocket. <laughs> yeah, listen, I love watching that guy wrestle, but I hate hearing that guy talk. If he does go back, you know, I hope they do something. I hope he fixes his promos or whatever because they're god-awful. And, you know, um, and speaking of, of, of Twitter, yours truly, A-Track X, was thrown off Twitter. I was thrown off Twitter. Damn liberals. Damn liberals. Triple H had to just talk about him and his fucking wife being at the Emmys. Now, what do you think would have fucking happened had that been Cody Rhodes and Brandy at the Emmys tweeting that shit out? Everybody would have lost. Who gives a fuck that you're at the Emmys? Cody's all about himself. Look what he's doing. So I took it upon myself to let Triple H know, fuck you and your ugly bitch. Um, but, you know, it seems like people on Twitter could not handle that. And I know Rick Vickery probably was the one who got me banned. Rick Vickery <laughs> and, and, and Triple H conspired against me to get me banned off Twitter. But you know something? Out of the ashes, the dastardly one rose again. So if you want to hit 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 up uh, A-Track or, you know, not even A-Track, D-Dick-Dastardly. That's, that's the new Twitter, at D-Dick-Dastardly. So that's where I am now. That's where you can hit me up at. And, and, and the trans-wealthy community, which I, am, which I have built, which I have created, is going strong. You know why? Because RVD has said, yeah, I, you can come with me to Columbia. So I'm going to be going with uh, RVD to Columbia. I'm going to be smoking all the kush. I'm going to be filling out all the titties. I'm going to be smoked out my mind. I'm going to be chilling with the whole fucking show. That's what it's like when you're trans-wealthy. And this is what I'm trying to tell mjf you are the man right now but you will seriously be more of the man once you accept being trans wealthy you know what i'm saying i even got a mjf scarf you know i let him know i tweeted out to him you know i'm like you now bro trans wealthy community standing strong <laughs> wait mj8 mj8 mj mj8 track uh, but you got yo. It's funny because Twitter has been has been insane lately. You know, Seth Rollins, his shit is gone because you know the Sasha Hive, the Banks team, the Bank Squad, whatever the fuck you want to call them, they got at his ass real quick. Now I didn't send him death threats. <laughs> I just sent him saying, "Oh, shut up, nigga." Uh, uh, but um, if you're out there sending death threats, you're a fucking idiot. Like seriously, come on, man, stop that shit. Um, it's, it's Twitter, first of all, and it's not supposed to be taken seriously. Number one, number two, not. these are two wrestlers making fun of each other, and they're friends. Well, uh, let, let's just say they're cordial with each other, probably backstage. So they're co-workers so they got, at the yeah, end of the co- day. You know what I'm saying? They're co-workers at the end of the day doing this to themselves. But some co-workers need to relax, like Charlotte, like Charlotte Flair out there talking about they keep a mask on Kalisto for a reason, bitch. Like I said on fucking Twitter, you have altered your face to look like the king of pop. They need to no, 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 no. Charlotte is not little Kim or little Sharsha, oh, whatever yes, you want to call her. Oh, you, you, y'all looking at one, y'all looking at one picture. Charlotte and Peyton Royce are turning themselves into the Joan Rivers of wrestling. Okay. Yeah, Peyton, maybe, maybe Peyton, not Charlotte, but Char- that was a bad angle, and everybody went on this one picture. She has Girl, a permanent smile on her face. Because <laughs> she's happy to be on Fox. Because she can't make a different face anymore. It's stuck like that. One more fucking uh, uh, Botox injection, the bitch is going to be able to blink her fucking lips. Like, what the fuck? She, 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 she all right, man. She all right. Listen, listen, and, and I, I, listen I actually say this shit with all sincerity. That shit comes from a very low self-esteem and, you know, I'm saying what I'm saying on Twitter because, you know, I'm just a dastardly motherfucker like that, and I don't really give a fuck, but at the end of the day, yo, that shit's got to stop. 
She's got to stop. There's nothing wrong with her fucking face. Is she trying to make herself look more Latina now because she's with Andrade? You know what I'm saying? She, she got shit. ass. She got That's ass now. No, she, she doesn't. She, no, Andrade no, is feeding no, her. No. She, Andrade's it, family it, is no. feeding her good food, and you know what good food does to the body. And nothing in them pants but a bag of sand, all right? That shit looks fucking disgusting. It don't got the sharp curves like it used to. I'll give you that. But it still looks fucking hideous. No, no, no. She still got one big titty and one little titty. That's why we call the bitch Biggie Smalls. <laughs> you know what? Let, let's close out with one more little thing. You know, everybody, you said this to me on, on when I posted it. Who cares? I'm not saying I care, but I just gave you a free clip. CM Punk? He's doing some test shoots, maybe with I mean, WWE. I'm not, I'm not even getting into that. I, I, I'm not. I'm not getting myself caught up in that shit. And if he did go back, hey, he's the biggest true, he fucking. Doesn't like, he doesn't like me. He's the biggest fucking me. in the world, yo. If he what? goes back, he's the business. biggest. Yo, all that business. shit that this business. nigga. Yo, it's business. It's not about being a hypocrite. If you know what? With if it's really business, if it's really business, then he should he would take himself to AEW and be the star that he claims he could be. You know what I'm saying? You you saying you can do all of this shit, and I'm not and I'm not saying this in 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 the in the sense of of being biased. I'm just saying you have a new company which you can go to and be that man who you said you can be, who you say you are. So go up there and take that company to the next plateau. You know what I'm saying? Work with work with um Jericho again. Work with Kenny Omega. Uh, work with Cody. Uh, this, that, and the third. If he's they, and they say that it's supposed to be like a backstage role or something. Like, come on, man. Yo, at the end of the day, I don't. I, I'm not buying into this shit. And if he does go back, I hope Triple H fucks him with no Vaseline again. Cause that's a dumbass move. There's nothing left to say, Hustlers, after that. I have no retort back on that one. There's a lot to say, yo. Tell them where you at, prof. But you can find me on my one and only Twitter because I haven't been you know, banned because I keep <laughs> under the rules of Twitter. <laughs> P-R-O-F-P-W-Hustle, a.k.a. Professor P-W-Hustle. And you can find me on com where I host the Pro Wrestling Reflection or the PWR podcast there. Yes, yeah, it's this A-Track Brown. Find me at D. Dick Dastardly, hashtag trans wealthy. Keep the trans wealthy community strong. Don't forget, like, comment, subscribe to the PW Hustle of um, YouTube page and PW Hustle 2. And join the PW Hustle Facebook group. Uh, you know, the, the ultimate group where everybody trolls everybody. You know what I'm saying? And um, don't forget, Hitting the Marks podcast. Um, hit them up. Check them out. Shout out to yes. Rick Vickery and shout out to Michael Drago. Yo, this is A-Track X. And it's and it's the we out. Have a good weekend. Yes, 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 y'all. Yes, y'all. See, help the skill to be the best, y'all. Best, y'all. Five slam from east to west, y'all. Best, y'all. straight through your bubble vest, y'all. Best, y'all. Yo, chest, y'all. Yes, y'all. Like a rumba, ring, gun clap a number. One on the set, man, I cut you like lumber. Still play the back in my thunder gear. Down to my underwear. Make all your motherfuckers wonder where I come from. Cause motherfuck that, but then I'm a gun clapper fan. Plus, I run rappers, man. Fat five, man. Live, blow up the spot. Drew high gets the paper. Black moon still gets the prize. Hey, yo, next to snap a neck. Be big R-O-C-K. Send MCs to me in squads of three. Say, rock this monster as he for real it can be. See him in action as he transform that man to me. Enemies ain't caught him. Ain't no welcome back in my home. Nods get blown like quarter slots and